Welcome to the Seeing Through the Numbers podcast. My name is Amanda Fisher, the Cashflow Queen and author of Unscramble Your Numbers. Hello again, and today I want to talk about learning and traveling and the combination of the two. You see, I do a lot of learning. I believe that as business owners, it is our job, part of our job description is to be continually learning, to continue to develop our skills, to learn what's new and what's different, whether it's about what we do in the, you know, what we do is what our business is or our products we sell, or whether it's learning skills that are not necessarily normally in our wheelhouse, like perhaps marketing or HR or legal, or in my case, recently, I've been doing a lot of training on my presentation skills, on my voice, on putting together presentations, how to make them more interesting, how to improve the quality of these, what I'm doing now, my videos, my podcasts, and my speaking engagements. And not only that, but also improving my general communication skills, you know, the day-to-day, how we talk to people, how we communicate with family, how we can make a difference and how our words will have a different meaning depending upon how we speak them. Whether we're talking fast and loud and angry, well, fast and loud and, you know, um, high volume, which makes us sound angry. Or if we're soft and gentle and airy and light, which is, makes us sound like we're loving and caring and looking after a little newborn baby. Or whether it's a voice that is authoritative, it's a bit deeper, it's authoritative and it's you know wanting to get a message across or helping to ensure that what we're selling, someone wants to sign on the dotted line, or whether it's educational, whether it's how our voice changes the message we're giving. And I have found it absolutely fascinating. The more I delve into how, what we do, how we present, and it's everything I've spent a few days working with the vocal coach to the stars, Roger Love, in Los Angeles. I'm here in my apartment uh, after the end of a three-day event that has been amazing. And what's fascinating about it is just how much the voice has an impact. But it's not only the voice. It's also how we dress, how we walk how you hold your shoulders back and your head high. It's, it's so many different components. But what's key is 
that we're always learning and the learning is relevant to what we're doing in our working day at the moment. So there's a time and a place. I couldn't be doing what I'm doing now. You know, a few years ago, I wasn't ready for it. But it's relevant to me now. It's where I'm, you know, I'm doing a lot more of, of this and doing more means I need to know how to improve that. But one of the things of learning is you often have to travel. And I guess this is this is this is something I learned growing up in Canada. You think of Canada and you think of snow. Quite rightly, when I was growing up, we had snow from towards the end of October, always before Halloween. We always had a good, you know, centimeter. Oh, not centimeter. Uh, I'm thinking feet. A good foot of snow. A good uh, thirty centimeters of snow before Halloween every year. And that snow would last and increase all the way through until around April, May. And then it would finally thaw. And about May was when it was time to get the bicycle out again. So it was a long, long, cold, white, beautiful, for me, love it, winter. But one of the things that happens when that is the case is... Snowstorms happen, airplanes uh, can't fly, airports shut down, flights get delayed, flights get cancelled, you get on a plane and because it's so, so cold outside, they have to do what they call de-ice the plane and the wings and that's so the, the wing flaps will actually move because if they're frozen, they don't move and that's important to be able to move the wing flaps for takeoff and landing. That have to de-isoplane. Everything takes a lot longer. And so it's no longer a guarantee that you're going to arrive at the destination at the time you think you will. And the lesson that taught me was a couple of things. First of all, make sure that you're in the city where you're going to fly out of a couple of days before your flight. Because if there is a snowstorm or icy roads or anything that's going to slow you down, you don't want to be you know, leaving somewhere that's an eight-hour drive to get to the airport to catch a flight at the end of that eight-hour drive because if that eight-hour drive becomes 10 or 12, you just missed your plane. And if it's a bigger snowstorm problem, then you well and truly missed it by a day or so. So I learned early to get places ahead of time. But I've also learned that even though there may be no snowstorms and you may be flying places where we don't even have snow in Australia, most of our airports, but there are storms, there are other things that can impact flights. But if you're travelling internationally or on long haul, to me it's really important to get to the destination with a few days up your sleeve. So you've got a few days to get into the time zone, to catch up on some sleep because invariably, like before any trip, you'll be working like the clappers, working really hard, long hours, depriving yourself of sleep to get everything done before you go. So by the time you get on that plane, you're exhausted. And whether you can sleep on a plane or not, depending on where you're sitting and whether you're able to sleep sitting up, I've kind of taught myself to do that fairly well, but doesn't matter. You still end up in the destination a bit tired and you need a day or two to get into that time zone. 
so that when you're at the learning, you can take it all in. So you're bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and it, it makes sense and it's you're not drifting off, you're not kind of going, oh, I'm really tired and I, I'm just trouble, having trouble to concentrate. It's not that. You're there, you're fully alert the whole time and you're taking it all in and hopefully loving it. But the other thing about going to training and the other little lesson about going to training specifically is that I always take an extra day at the end. I never fly out at the end of an event or conference or whatever it is. And the reason for that is it gives me time to go back through my notes, to just allow what I've heard to really sink in. Because you see, the subconscious mind does so much for us. And if you go straight from one thing and you get straight on a plane and you're back at work the next morning, you haven't given your brain time to just mull it over, to just let it sink in, to let it, you know, just, I don't know, work on you. So I always take a day after and fly out. This particular trip, I'm so, so grateful for my plan of getting into Los Angeles planned three days before the event. It didn't work that way because my flight was cancelled. And whilst I could have gone to the airport and they would have, you know, put me on a flight to a different destination in, you know, in San Francisco or Houston and then connected me with another flight to Los Angeles and I probably would have taken instead of, you know, 13 hours out of Sydney, it would have been 20 hours and I would have got here, you know, in the afternoon of the day I was planning to arrive early in the morning. I chose in talking to the airline to simply delay my departure by 24 hours. And whilst it meant that I paid for a night's accommodation that I didn't really use, although I got in early the next day so I didn't have to wait till the afternoon to get in, so it worked for me, it worked quite well, it, it meant that I got here in the shortest time frame possible. So even though I arrived a day later and I only had two days before the event started, it still was two days I could relax and unwind and check out the neighbourhood and do a little bit of sightseeing and just relax and get myself in time zones, make sure I went to bed in LA time zones, etc. And for me, that was better than taking the option of going the day I'd planned and then travelling for, I'm guessing, probably it would have been another seven hours with connection times, etc., putting me on other flights that are potentially already booked, probably a good six or seven hours extra to get here. And just think how much more tired I would have been getting here that way rather than taking the direct flight the next day. So allowing myself time worked well, although obviously it wasn't the day before the event. But if it had been the day and I was flying in for the event, I would have missed the first day. And how good, how, like, how crazy is that? I went to an event in Miami earlier and earlier in the year and another friend of mine from Australia I think partly due to flight problems but he ended up flying in at 11 p.m the night before a four-day event and he was walking around somewhat zombie-like for some of that event 
because he just, he didn't know whether it was day or night, he didn't know whether he was awake or asleep, and his concentration levels weren't there. And so when you're learning as you should be learning as part of your business, whatever is relevant to that, just make sure you're giving time before the event to put yourself in frame of mind to enjoy the event, to think about what you want to get out of it, enjoy the event itself, and then at the end to allow your mind and brain to just subconsciously take it all in and process it so that you get the best value from your learning. And I apply the extra day at the event and the day before, even when I'm doing local events, if I possibly can. Where I can, I bank those days around so I'm in them ready for what it is for that learning at the beginning and I've got the time at the end to just let it settle in and really take it on board. But even if you're just traveling for a holiday, just make sure that you don't leave yourself with massively tight connections that mean you get yourself stressed out because you're worried about meeting connections or not making it where you want to go. Put a bit of time around it and enjoy the travel, enjoy the learning. Thank you for listening to the Seeing Through the Numbers podcast. Make sure you subscribe to get notifications of upcoming episodes so that you don't miss any. Looking forward to seeing you in the next episode.